0: Welcome to Balance 2. I'm your host, Mr. Balance. Thank you for joining us. We couldn't do this without you, so I pray you continue to support our endeavors as we take this journey together during these troubled times. Please note, these are not the views of Balance 2. Do. Furthermore, don't forget to visit us at balancedo.org. Fill out our contact list for more of our programs, new broadcast episodes sent directly to your email. So with that being said, I'd also like to warn you that, hey, you may not agree with everything we say here, and if you don't, Reply in the comments. Share your thoughts. I'd like to hear from you and uh, possibly we could uh, have you on the show or debate your point of view. So with all that being said here, uh, as you all know, this has been one of the craziest years in American history. And I've come to the conclusion that everybody is waiting to excel. People are ready to reflect. Take it all in. So, we're going to chill tonight, blow off some steam, talk about how we can make it through the new year. So, as a matter of fact, you know, just to tell you a little bit of what I've been up to here, I took some time out to converse with some folks here in Seattle uh, who prefer to remain anonymous. And we like to call them the grapevine, uh, like we have in some past episodes. So... I wanted to know how they felt about the latest drama. You know, the melee at the White House. In other words, the coup attempt by uh, President Trump and his Trumpsters. So we discussed it, and we agreed the storming of the White House was obviously not a good choice. Not a good way to start off the new year, that's for sure. And here was the grapevine's take on it they pretty much said and I quote privilege can be your worst enemy it can be the one thing that feeds the ego and makes your emotions take you in a very regretful direction end of quote and I thought that was an interesting assessment I mean true to a certain extent I mean that fiasco was a prime example of that Uh We agreed the security at the White House was rather weak. You know, they were seen on TV taking selfies with the the Trumpsters and allowing them to uh, desecrate the White House with very minimal resistance. Because, well, the White House security, you know, we we don't know yet. They might have been instructed to be lenient toward the uh, president's uh, people to whom the grave to whom the grapevine referred to as the citizens of Clan Park and when they referred to him as citizens of Clan Park I then said could you elaborate on that term because that's that's a term I wasn't very familiar with so they continued to uh, educate me on their thought process uh, they said and I quote it was a mixture of clansmen." trailer park dwellers and dumpster divers. Now, I said, I get the first two. Then I asked them, could you you give me some more details on the third one there, the dumpster divers? And they said, and I quote, they're usually homeless, looking for food wherever they can find it. They're usually hooked on meth, heroin, and usually drinking on that homemade moonshine. And they tend to be extremely vulnerable when it comes to, you know, living in an alternate reality, end of quote. So this is what they they claim. Those are the three main characteristics of the Trump base. But I have to uh, disagree with that to a certain extent, because, you know, as more information is uh, evolving here, uh, we are now finding out. You know, through the investigations and you know, on some of these uh, news outlets, that uh, some of the Trumpsters that were there uh, during that melee were cops, lawyers, real estate brokers, doctors, CEOs. Uh, so it was a multitude of different uh, characteristics of people that were there, different professions. Um, and to add to that, on TV, i seen us small fringes, some very confused blacks too sprinkled in there, you know, during the mob attack on the Capitol. I seen one guy that looked a little like that, uh, character on that Dave Chappelle show, Clayton Bixby. And I mean, the blacks were storming in on the white house too. It seemed like they had like a look of bewilderment, you know, wondering why the police didn't shoot them or place them in a chokehold. Uh, and there was a handful of them, and it seemed like they were just reluctantly mosing along while committing mayhem, you know. But either way, I'm not trying to diminish the seriousness of the situation, you know. People actually lost their lives as a result of that uh, blatant racism and, and arrogance uh, and privilege. I pray for the families and the people of those that uh, lost their lives uh, just doing their, their, doing their job that, that, that was uh, obviously poorly planned. And they're trying to get down to the bottom of it because they think maybe it was possibly an inside job. So uh, so stay tuned on that. Uh, we'll probably talk about this further in maybe a next episode here. Uh, but like I said, we're all waiting to excel. Um, right now, emotions are amped up in all directions, on both sides. And I understand it. You know, people are losing their ability to support themselves. You know they're losing their businesses, um, not getting any uh, government assistance, yeah, And at least they're they're not getting it fast enough. It's not going out to all the people. It's as if the middle middle class and the small mom pop businesses are getting squeezed out. So I understand that that frustration. Um, and you combine all those things together with the uh, the coronavirus too, and and uh, the, the lack of money and resources and. Lack of that social element uh, that we all require as humans uh, its a recipe for disaster. So it's, it's not all about Trump. It, it's about the, the state of um, the economy and the uh, state of people's mind right now with everything that's going around. And the conspiracy theories, too. We can't forget about that misinformation that's uh, online these days. Uh, that definitely plays a part in it. Okay, so let's swing the pendulum here a little bit and look at the look on the bright side of some of this drama as it pertains to the, aforementioned the, the COVID, the economic and political division. There's some people that really stepped up. I mean, in times of peril, sometimes you you really get to know what's really hidden inside of people. I'd like to give a shout out to. Uh, one group in particular that helped save the very f- this very fragile democracy, uh, black women. Um, black women really deserve a shout out. I mean black women are showing yet again their resilience, love, hard work, and forgiveness. So let's this, inhale this, for a minute and reflect on that. Hold it in. Now, black women, the crux of black pride, courage, and faith, the pillars of strength against racism. I mean, think of all the things that black women have endured. Rape repeatedly during slavery, children separated and treated like cattle, helped raise and care for the, the white slave master's children. And yet there's still unconscionable hate in America for blacks but they still rise above the fray and contribute in a large way to the success of America okay let's marinate on that for a second now blow it out And in that's in no way, please keep in mind, to reduce the contributions by the Latinos, the Asians, and the good white people of America who at this time are also rising above the fray in a very unselfish way to fight for what is right. And we have to take our hats off to them as well. But the black women, we have to give them a, a, a special praise because America hasn't been so kind election over there in uh, Georgia and with Stacey Abrams and and, uh, countless other uh, black women that participated in that black men too but we're talking about black women right now we got to give them a shout out and black people you know they weren't absolved from the criticism from the grapevine you know Um, they mentioned that they think too many blacks especially some of these very famous rappers and movie stars fall in line with this White, pro- white supremacy propaganda. They mentioned that they feel as though they're selling their souls for a healthy paycheck. In other words, they've been seeing some of them coming in and out of Jim Crow executive suite, you know. And the grapevine is very curious as to why so many black folks keep hurting each other, you know, specifically the rappers glorifying the mistreatment of black women and the glorification of killing each other with the. Not to mention the ridiculous, vainglorious uh, personas, you know, with the gold teeth and the, the chains and the cars and the flossing and all that. They feel as though they are hurting the black brand, you know, and looking like a bunch of black caricatures. And this is this is not the legacy that people want for the, for the, the the black brand, the black pride. And I, uh, you know, and. Uh, I understand that I mean I, I have to listen and respect that I mean and they were very aggressive this group was very aggressive with their discontent in regards to Hollywood's blatant disrespect for how black women are portrayed in TV films and videos and they said they wish they would please stop black women are queens they should be treated as such if we want to have black pride like they said which makes sense it starts with the women our mother our sisters your children. Our children. And we're just giving the white supremacists exactly what they want. And it publicly diminishes their worth with with the stereotypical white propaganda that you always see on TV. That's a very important tool. A very important tool in the destruction of the black race. Promoting violence against your own brothers and sisters. And we already had examples of of some of these well-known blacks that are contributing to the downfall of the black race. And they should start being put on notice. They should be declared irrelevant, null and void. And we found out how some of them really are during this very tumultuous time. Some of them almost helped King Trump, the wannabe dictator, get reelected. That's something to think about. Now, one of the universal themes that a lot of people that I talked to were discussing was how they agree that there is one good thing about Trump, Trump's uh, time in office. One good thing, and he hasn't left yet. But one good thing they said is that uh, how his his uh, uh, persona and uh, his his. rule of law and it's just his his all this drama surrounding him period his help expose illuminate the individual people that are right try to be racist behind closed doors because now it's 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 acceptable you know Uh, the hidden veil is is no longer there Uh, well it seems to be returning a little bit here since since uh, the uh, melee at the uh, capitol. It's, it's now it's being dialed back and uh, got more people that have amnesia now or people that supported him or making excuses. So we, we got a lot of that going on right now. Um, but people have learned a lot from this uh, Trump administration. You know, they have a better understanding of the strategy. You know, they have a, a better example Of some of the strategic elements of this uh, uh, Jim Crow. All the way down to the politicians, the evangelical preachers, the rich businessmen, television networks, uh, business executives, in other words, the people that like to hang out at the Jim Crow executive suite. People that act like they don't, they aren't racist, but in reality If you're hanging out there we know we know where you stand you know the naive youngsters have a better idea where that hate is coming from how it's instrumented uh, toward them from the propaganda who's helping you know uh, who the people are that are helping perpetuate the hateful narrative you know you just turn on the TV and see Fox Network Uh, they're constantly uh, uh, Pushing that narrative of hate and division, and you know, that's part of a democracy is you know people having varied opinions, and we have to re- respect that to a certain extent. But when you're when you're uh, spreading lies, there's no excuse for that. And you see what how how that all uh, culminated, and not holding people uh, responsible for their actions seems like uh, Trump can do whatever he wants without any repercussions for him or his family. I mean, what, what kind of uh, precedence is that setting? You know, it's just going to welcome more of the same from somebody who might be actually better at uh, uh, instigating uh, negative situations. So that concludes today's show. We'll probably do a part two on this. Um, My conclusion, I think together we can overcome this perilous time, I'm still hopeful. I have to be hopeful. Um, The Grapevine's conclusion, um, they want the crime boss and his family in prison for the crimes they committed Uh, against humanity and the rule of law. And I'll add a little food for thought to that. You know, that's their opinion, and uh, we have to remember. You know, we know death and destruction is a part of war. Been for uh, all throughout the years, through history, it's nothing, nothing new. You know, uh, but there all seems to be this. this there's always this system and uh, system of uh, hate and blame especially in in times of uh, economic uh, turmoil. And uh, when the lies escalate, this is what you get. You get uh, mayhem and melee and and coup attempts and and civil unrest and revolution, you get all of that stuff. Um, And these people that are still walking around here freely and still uh, have positions in the government, they need to be held accountable. That's that's what I'm hearing from the people, and uh, that's what I believe also. Um, but I think uh, here in Seattle we want to be the epicenter of understanding. You know, we're we're trying to figure this out. The good people of Seattle, and uh, not only us, there's people all over the country. Good people trying to figure this out, and uh, hopefully we will. You know. Now let's inhale and uh, reflect on this scripture, if you will, for a minute. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 7-9 But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. Amen. (sighs) Exhale. Amen. When you you know this, it takes a lot of pressure off you. God says, uh, my yoke is light. Uh, We just have to continue to have faith. uh, Understand that there's a bigger meaning to life. And move forward with trying to fulfill our, pro- our prophecy. Um, so that concludes the show. Thank you for supporting Balmas Stew. You know we are a veteran-owned, taxes-up, nonprofit organization. All proceeds from donations go toward furthering our message of inspiration, positivity, and spiritual guidance. All geared towards strengthening the community. We need your continued support, whether it's to our podcast, reviewing it, sharing like in our Facebook page volunteering or donating um, and for more info on up, upcoming events, podcast programs or new services please visit our website and register and remember we don't bend, we don't break, we keep it together for heaven's sake let's take this journey together folks remember God blesses those that bless others, Proverbs 19-20 listen to advice and accept discipline and at the end you will be counted among the wise hope to see you soon peace